Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. I believe I have a sharp axe. Amen. Because when you have a sharp axe, you don't need a lot of time. Yeah, I sharpened it. So as I speak, you're going to be healed. As I speak, you're going to receive revelation. As I speak, things are going to live your life. And things are, good things are going to come into your life. That, that's the ministry the Lord gave me, the ministry of teaching. So when I teach, things happen. So sometimes the mistake people make, they are waiting for me to finish teaching and then start doing other things. That's when they're like, okay, now it's time for faith. No, 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 no. It happens while we are teaching, amen? Amen. Because the entrance of his word does what? Brings light and gives understanding to the simple. What a powerful word. The son of man came, not to be served, but... To serve. When you allow Jesus to love you completely, not in bits, you will love people and they will even run away from you because they'll be like, no, this is not true. Like, no one is allowed to love like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you allow the Lord to love you. Ah, what a love, 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 what a love. Timothy's finding me. What a love, 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 what a love. That's the love of Jesus. What a love, 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 what a love. Yay. What a love, 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 what a love. When you allow Jesus to love you, things happen. Good things happen to people who believe God loves them. And uh, these guys, it's so good to have them here because our own ministry is what it is now because of the ministry of Andrew Womack. Yeah. Amen. 14 years ago, we started this church. Uh, our marriage was broken. Yeah, it was just being held together by a few strings. <laughs> like, you know, the certificate. <laughs> you only signed in church and the fact that you're not allowed to divorce. And then we started the church. Don't do that at home when things are that bad. And in the midst of that chaos, in the third month, was it the third month? In the third month of worship harvest, we started in April. In June, a man called John Cato came and brought us the discipleship evangelism course. And everything changed. Everything. Our marriage was restored. People were healed. The church started growing. 14 years later, here we are, 21 locations, 41 hosting centers, 369 missional communities, more than 7,000 people who call this church their home just because people came and revealed to us the Father's love. 
That's why we recognize these people. That's why we honor them. The ministry they represent. Worship up as you wouldn't be there without these people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not blowing their trumpet. They are very secure people. People who, grace people are secure people. I'm telling you the truth. And the mistake many of us do, like Bishop Doug says, we forget. There are those who forget. I refuse to forget. No, 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 no. Yeah, I have a picture of Van Romack in my office to make sure I can never forget. Those who forget, I'm not one of those who forget. So it's a blessing to have them here. And uh, yeah, just to tell you, it's powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. Okay. Guys on the, on the sound, I sound like I'm selling medicine in one of those cars driving through Chalwajala. Mumba, mkajanga, mumba, mumba, mumba. So you can make, give me some more meat on the lower mid end. This is our third series of the year. We started with a series found in him. Where we say, where Paul writes in Philippians and says, and be found in him not having my own righteousness which is from the law. Amen. I, I hope you are, you are convinced there is nothing you can do to make God love you more. Nothing. Yeah. So be found in him. Don't forget that. Because what I've found is that the longer people are in church, the higher the, the chances for them to forget that. The gospel is good news to sinners and terrible news to religious people. So, be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law. How do you know you're walking on your own right, righteousness when you're basing on the things you do correctly to have a relationship with God? When your relationship with the Father is driven by your activity. Am I making sense? So we dealt with that, and then when it came to February, we cut off found. And we did a series in him from Ephesians. Amen. If you haven't read the book called uh, You've Already Got It by Anne Romack, I highly recommend it to you. It's one of the books that radically changed my life. You've already got it. Like a lot of our prayers are just time-wasting. Yeah. Maybe God looks at your heart and says, okay, they mean well, but what? Because you're asking for things that you already have. So we looked at that in him. In him. And when it came to March, everyone wanted us to cut off one more letter so that we just stay with him. Uh, but, you know, in, in, in communication, you must have an object and a subject. So him will be left with an object without a subject. So we added another and we started talking about faith in him. Why? Because faith is our positive response to what God has already done by grace. It's very dangerous to try and learn about faith if you don't know grace. Because it's... It's a bit like being told how to fetch water from a well when you don't know there's, there's a thing called a what? A well. Yeah. It's a bit like being taught how to use cutlery when you've never seen food. The people here are the Christians. All the Christians stayed home. Faith is our positive... And that, that definition, by the way, is by, from Andrew Omak. Faith is our positive response. 
to what God has already done by grace. So you find there are many categories of people. In fact, if today I had planned well, I would have brought a flip chart, but I know that there are people here who know where there is a flip chart in this building and markers, and somehow, by the grace of God, it's going to come. Amen. I'm having faith. <laughs> because I feel inspired to do for you a faith and grace matrix so that you understand where the dynamic works. Faith is a positive response to what God has already done by grace. Amen. So, grace is what God does. He gives us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And he's desperately hoping we will receive it. Faith is when we receive what God has given. Now, there are people who are in the grace camp, yeah, who refuse to have faith. Yeah, they are there. You see, in this church, we've been preaching grace for 14 years, so I know. Because faith, usually, you'll tell that you look at the person and you see that this person is walking by faith. I'm walking by faith and not by sight each day. That's my new identity. So there are people who are in grace camp who refuse to walk by faith. They are, they are like, if God wants it for me, he has to bring it to my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. They refuse to read the word. They refuse to pray. They refuse to do anything that says I'm recognizing what God has given. Am I making sense? You see, when that flip chart arrives, you're going to see what I'm talking about. Oh. So those people, they are, they are relatively happy but stuck. They are not making any progress. They are not helping many people. Yeah, they think it's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. Mm, mm. Yeah. You see, the other day someone wrote on Twitter that the universe has no center. So you can't be the center of the universe. <laughs> then there are people who are in the faith camp, but they refuse to acknowledge the what? The grace of God. You know, the Bible says that uh, according to the faith, according to the grace in which we stand, Romans 5, yeah? Yeah. Uh, faith stands in grace. Uh, for by grace you have been saved through faith. But even the faith is not your own. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're in the faith camp and you don't acknowledge grace, you don't even know that even the little faith you have is not your own. So those are legalistic people. They walk around judging everyone and wondering, what? What? what's wrong with you? For them, there is something wrong with everyone. <laughs> they are typically annoyed and uh, not very pleasant to be around. Yeah, sometimes they have some results because Munangi they use, but you know, they are, the fruit doesn't last because you hit uh, what we used to call gas bangiosis. Have you ever heard of that sickness? You bang gas. You run out of gas. Like, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> you are using your own. 
It doesn't work when you're using your own thing. Ha, whoever hid our flip chart. Hmm. Wow. Whoever hid it needs to unhide it now, 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 because my clock is going. So there's the people who are in the faith camp but they don't acknowledge grace. So they are quite hectic and annoyed. Yeah. Then there are people who are in grace camp. Then there are people who are in that scripture, Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. Grace, faith. Brethren, are we going to the moon? <laughs> Just bring it, you'll hold it. It won't be, it won't be long. <laughs> Soon the service will be ending. We'll be going. Not the other home which those guys hang about. Thank you. Just put it right here. Are there markers? Just stay. Stay with me because you'll take it immediately. Sorry, production team. This wasn't part of the plan. Yeah, but... Okay? So let's say this is grace. Yeah? Because grace, what? Uplifts. Yeah? So let's just call the y-axis grace. And let's call the x-axis what? Faith. Yeah, because faith is active, you know? Going for it. Yeah? Going for it. He lifts me up. So, what happens when there's high grace and low faith? High grace, low faith. Do we move forward? The other people have said they are not seeing. Right here. Ah, you see? I don't know which one is that. High grace and low faith is when it is raining. Okay? And you refuse to take your drum to that place where the two roofs meet. You know where the two roofs meet, where there is a valley. One roof, one roof, and when it's raining, all the water from the roof comes into the valley and comes down big time. And if you put your drum there, it's going to fill up real quick. But high grace, low faith people, they leave their drum in the compound. They're like, if, what, if God wants water in this drum, he had better direct all the clouds rain only here. Otherwise, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. If you're a high grace, low faith person, when Jesus tells the other guy at the pool of Siloam, uh, go, go, go wash in the pool of Siloam. That's when you cut wires. I heard what you did for Bartimaeus. You just told him to open. He's like, why are you telling me to go to the pool of Siloam? Yeah. You might be like Naaman. Yeah. They told him, go wash in the Jordan. He's like, the man should have come out, stretched his hand, what? Yeah. So don't, it's good. By the way, if you're high grace, low faith, you are better than a lot of the other places. Yeah. Because there's hope for you. <laughs> you are, at least you have the foundation. Because grace is the foundation, at least you have a foundation. You can't really sleep on a foundation. Yeah. You need to add walls and a roof, but you have something. Yeah. It's not going to, about to go away. So if you're high grace, low faith, you are there. Yeah, it's very cozy and comfortable. Uh, but the fruit is, 
The fruit is long-lasting but little. Yeah, long-lasting little fruit. You just reach 10 people all your lifetime. Yeah. And they are so happy like you. But then there is 7 billion perishing. Yeah, that's a grace of faith. Uh, high faith, low grace. This is what? Stressful. Yeah, stress. You finish the 21-day fasting, you immediately enter the 8-day fasting. And as soon as you're done with the 8-day fasting, you start the 33-day fasting in commemoration of Jesus' 33 years on earth. And as soon as you're done, you start the 40-day fasting to correspond with Elijah and Moses. And as soon as you're done, hey! Now, because people can't keep up, they start pretending. They all come to church. Everyone looks like they are fasting. When they just eat food. Yeah. Because we've created a situation, an environment where people can't keep up, so they have to pretend to be what they are not. High faith. You're requiring faith without the seeds. You're trying to get fruit without planting seeds. This is stressful. High faith. Low grace is stressful. How about high grace, high faith? Mm. Fruitful. Yeah. Fruitful. What? Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. Freely you've received, freely give. What? People are coming to the Lord. What? They are happy. Yeah. And yeah, just yeah. the people here are also happy. But very little fruit. Here people are happy and they have mob fruit to show for it. They are like Paul the Apostle. High grace, high faith. And this is where God wants all of us. Fruitful. So that's why we're going through this series. In him, found in him, and now faith. In uh, 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 Low grace, love. This is death. <laughs> Get out of here. Don't stay in that quadrant. It's dangerous. Like, you're not believing for anything. And first of all, you don't even believe that God is going to do anything good for you. And then you also don't believe that God is even good. You think God is bad and dangerous, walks around with a, a ba ba baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, right here. But by grace, you've been saved. Sozod, salvation, every good thing in Christ is through faith. And that not of yourself. And then we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which he prepared before and that we should what? Walk. You just walk. Walk in them. Amen. Can you appreciate Pastor Blesso and, and, and the flip chart? Wow. So, faith in him. And today I want us to just look at a very simple concept about faith, that faith speaks. Faith speaks. Say what you believe and you'll see what you say. Say what you believe and you'll see what you say. Saying what you believe is faith. Saying what you see is reporting. It's journalism. Mm. Yeah. I've seen a thing. That's journalism. I've seen journalists, and most of them, because of now social media, mobile phones, we are all now journalists. Unaccredited, but we are. Yeah, 
We even do analysis. Yeah, I know exactly why that thing is going like that. Wow. Because we are all saying the things we see, but we are not saying the things we believe. Mark 11, very popular scripture, especially if you listen to Kenneth Copeland like for 30 seconds, it's going to come up. Mark 11, 20, 24. What does it say? Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Uh-huh. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cast has withered away. So Jesus said to him, have faith in God. That's the first thing he said. Do what? Have faith in God. And then what did he say? For assuredly, what's that second word in the line? Assuredly. If you understand Luganda, it's amazimalire. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever does what? Says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, not, not with his words, in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, believes that those things he says, not just at that time, but generally has trained their tongue to mean what I say happens, he will have, oh, oh, what will he have? What will he have? Whatever what? <laughs> he will have whatever he thinks. He will have whatever he sees. Where are the Christians? Are there any Christians left? What will he have? He will have whatever he says. And then he concludes it by saying, therefore I say to you, whatever things you what, ask when you pray, do what? Believe that you receive. When do you believe you receive them? When you pray. And you will have them. There is time. Yeah. You will have them. Whatever believes that the things he says. So quick things, quick five things. One, have faith in God. Yeah. Uh, if you have faith in yourself, huh? me, I can't, no. You're going to crash. Where should our faith be? In God. Have faith in God. Putting our faith anywhere else is going to lead to disappointment. Uh, Look, you just have to have faith in God. That's the first thing Jesus said. Have faith in God. To have faith in God, you must trust the character of God, of who God is. That he's good, he's loving, and he's not out to get you. Yeah. If you doubt God's love, you can't have faith in God. Because faith works through love. At one point or other, maybe you have ever been in need, right? Different people go through phases in life where you are in need, right? And maybe you're thinking, I need to call someone. Hmm? I need to call someone to help me out. Who first comes to mind? Is it the guy with a lot of money that you don't don't you you know he doesn't know you? Yeah, like when you feel you were like I, I must call Bill Gates. 
Is, is that what occurred to you? No, no, no. First of all, you're thinking, whatever you're thinking, you, let, assume you're seated somewhere. Like when, when we're in primary school, you would get so hungry, you sit down and cry without anyone touching you. So assume you're in that position, but only that you are not adult. You're sitting down and crying, and you even have kids to feed, so you, they shouldn't see you. So you're hidden in the bedroom, because if the children see daddy crying, <laughs> they, <laughs> we, we should join. <laughs> so who first comes to mind? Is it the person with a lot of money who doesn't know you? No, you've never even thought it, it makes sense to call that person. Secondly, is it a person who knows you, you know them, and you know they have money, but you know they are very complicated? Yeah, most of us in our extended family, is that complicated uncle or auntie? Huh? You're seated there, or you're a friend who, yeah, he's just, he walks around with thorns coming out of his nose, like, he's not, he's impossible. <laughs> is that the person you first think about? Say, let me just call this guy. I, I know he doesn't like me, but I'm in a difficult place. I'm just going to go for it. Is that what you do? Who, who, who is the person you call first? Who is the person you call first? Your friends. The person you know loves you. Even, even, when, you're friend, even when you might suspect that they are as broke as you are, you'll still call them. You would rather call a broke friend when you are in need than a rich non-friend. Have faith in God. How you perceive God's friendship with you is going to determine what you do when you're in need. Yeah. If you think God is that big guy up there who controls everything and has all the resources but is mean, you're going to first try other means. For God so loved the world that he gave. Ah, what a love, 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 what a love. God is healing people's hearts right now. People who have been so disappointed in people. People who have trusted people and people let you down. And God is like, I'm here. Like that woman at the well. You have had five husbands. And even the one you have now is not yours. Like you are gone, you are, yours is a cycle of disappointments. You trusted the other friend, they let you down. You trusted the other uncle, they let you down. You trusted the other auntie, they let you down. You trusted, you've trusted everyone and now your trust gauge is done. When it comes to trust, you have none. And God is saying, I'm not like those people. Have faith in God. Amen. To have faith in God, you must trust in his love for you. Amen. You see, love is the currency of the kingdom. Everything rises and falls on love in the kingdom. You'd rather be lacking in anything else than knowing the love of God for you. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's the truth. Yeah. When I found out how much God loved me, whew, I started believing God for big things. Yeah, because then I knew it's not about my love for him. What? No. Look, Peter told him, no one can touch you when I'm around. He denied him thrice. Yeah. 
John kept saying, I'm the one that Jesus loves. He was the one who went all the way to the cross and was there with Jesus' mother. You see, typically in life, it doesn't matter how far, how, how far you fall, your mother is going to stick with you. But the only other person who stuck with him was John, the one whom Jesus loved. Amen. Have faith in God too. Speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. He says, whoever says to this mountain, be removed. The purpose of prayer is not to report to the devil. The purpose of prayer is not to report to the devil. God, devil. No. No, no. No, 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 no. Don't talk to God about your mountain. God is not ignorant. Yeah, you probably think he's ignorant. You probably think now all of this is going on and no one has informed him. He's busy. His email address is as full, uh, inbox is as full as Moses. Yeah. 500, unread, uh, moreover, like 7 billion. No, 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 no. It, you see, a lot of our prayer actually generates more unbelief than faith because of the words that come out of our mouth. It's so important to understand the power of the tongue, but I'm going to get to that. Talk to the mountain. Just go read Jesus' life. Everywhere he went, he just spoke to the mountain. Pick up your bed and walk. That's the mountain. Stretch forth your hand. That's the mountain. Lazarus, come forth. That's the mountain. Ah. Amen. People are looking at me like, huh? Yeah. Mm. You see, you've spent a lot of your prayer time reporting issues. To God, which He's very well aware. The Bible says He even knows the things you you ask before you ask them. So He knows. So don't spend time reporting. Start talking to the things. Chris Valotron said, "There are two ways to live, depending on your understanding. You can live from earth to heaven. Okay, as a Christian, you can operate from earth to heaven. Earth to heaven is God." bail us out, this, that, the other. That's what Romans 8, 6 caused being carnally minded. Because you're seeing things from the carnal perspective, flesh to heaven. And then there is to be spiritually minded, which is life and peace. You operate from heaven to earth. Because if you're spiritually minded, you understand that we are seated with him in the heavenly places. Yeah. So we are not trying to get heaven to do anything for us. No. We are already seated in the heavenly places and we are trying to do something for us. Ah. From where we are seated. You have to understand that when you are spiritually minded, you now see yourself not as a receiver of things from heaven, but as a distributor of the things of heaven. That's how Jesus lived. The example of Jesus in, in the Gospels is not show us how out of this world he was. No, he was a son of man. In that, the, the Gospels don't talk about a resurrected Christ. Most of the Gospels talk about Christ before an, a normal son of man kind of Christ. And it's to show us the possibilities that exist for us. Uh, yeah. It's time. Church begins on Monday. What do you think that means? You're living from heaven to earth. You have a heavenly perspective and distribute heavenly goods in your environment. 
Ma, ma, ma. So when you find a person who doesn't have money, what do you think, what do you think a person who lives from heaven to earth should be doing? Distribute. Yeah. When you find a person who is unwell, what, what do you think is in heaven? Health. You distribute. Don't call the pastor. The Bible doesn't say that the pastors are seated in the heavenly places and you, you are seated in the earthly places. Uh, you see, we have this whole man of God syndrome that has destroyed the church. You are the man of God. You are the woman of God. Hey! I'm so encouraged when I see all these miracles that are happening in missional communities. People walking, people what? What? Yeah. My role as the leader of this, this church is to report what is happening. So that you know, because some of you might be there and it's not happening in your mission community and you think it doesn't happen anywhere else. No. People who live in the desert may lose perspective that it rains elsewhere. What a love, what a love, what a love, what a love. What, are, are you enjoying garage? Yeah. Okay, thank you, Biggie. Yeah, yeah. You better enjoy garage. Like when you go to church and you don't enjoy it, there's a problem. Yeah, because in, in, uh, in your presence there's what? Fullness of joy, not halfness. Not quarter, not drips of joy. Woo! Me, I'm enjoying. I know I'm under pressure of time, but I'm still enjoying. Yeah, that's why you see I'm walk, walking around instead of rushing through the points. Ah, this is how I behave under pressure. <laughs> so speak to the mountain. Yeah. Speak to the mountain. Talk to the sickness. Talk to the wallet. <laughs> Tell it, your wallet. This business of being empty. Yeah. We are done with your empty season dispensation. Shake a braha. Yeah. Tell it to have different currencies. I know that some of this sounds wacky to some of you, but let me ask you. Your current method, what has it delivered? Yeah. You see, when it's not working, try something else. This business of trying the same thing harder. It doesn't work. Try something else. Yay! Talk to the mountain. That's what Jesus did. That's what you must do. Be removed. Be cast into the midst of the sea. Sickness, be gone. Tumor, disappear. Hey, rush. Bye-bye. Talk to the mountain. Three, retrain your tongue. Retrain your tongue. He says, but believes that those things he says will be done. Those things he says will be done. You see, you can't spend 12 hours of your waking time speaking negative. Then you go into a 30-minute prayer session where it's the only time you speak positive and then expect things to happen. Like, Don't think your authority is confined to your prayer room. 
that what it doesn't say that what you say in your prayer room is what is important what you say outside doesn't matter no if you are driving the car and you spend 11 hours steering to the left yeah yeah like this for 11 hours and then 30 minutes to the right which side do you think you're going to go in case you're wondering let me help you with the answer you're going to go left yeah so your life right now to some degree is a result of your words I, I, I was once reading a book by Joe Austin and he said that I can tell where you've been five years by just listening to you stop for a moment and listen to yourself in the last 24 hours which direction are you going That's why we sing that song. I am healed. I am blessed. I'm the righteousness of God. I am filled. I am free. That's my new identity. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. Justified. I am free from sin and death. I'm forgiven. I'm accepted as my new identity. So I'm walking by faith and not by sight each day. Build. Behold, all things are new. So retrain your tongue everywhere you go. You see, if you go to Caris Bible College, everyone you greet. How are you? I'm blessed. How are you? I'm like copied it from Andromeda. Very good following. Yeah. You also try at least I'm blessed. Yeah. I came up with mine. I'm terrific. Ah, shake it back. Yay! My goodness. How are you? I'm terrific. Like I'm the most awesome I will ever be at this point. Ma, ma, ma. Because my future is brighter than my past. The Bible says that the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. So, I am terrific. Yeah, sometimes when I ask my wife, how, how you do? So I, I, how do you do? I know the English came up with them, but the answer is how do you do? I don't know how it even works. It says, I do signs, wonders, and miracles. <laughs> Retrain your tongue. Start saying the right things. Give a, I'm, I have to finish. Give thanks. Yeah. Because it says those things, it says whatever things you pray, believe you receive them. What's a sign that you've received something? You start giving thanks. If I give you something, the only way I know you've received it is you say, thank you. So start giving thanks. And then never give up. Faith is an endurance sport. Faith is an endurance sport. You see, the fruit of the Spirit, Pastor B3 and Angela, please come up quickly. The fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, and what? Patience. It means the devil doesn't have patience. Yeah. Yeah. Between you and the devil, you, sometimes all you ever needed to do was out, outweight him. Yeah. Outlast him. 
out, out. Where are these people? Don't make me feel like the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Who has no patience because it's the first of the Sometimes all you have to do is just be like, okay, let's see, let's see who will quit. And I can guarantee you, you, the devil will always quit first. Faith is an enduring spot. Think about Abraham. 25 years waiting for the son of promise. Noah. I was doing some research. It took about 85 years building the ark. 85 years! By that time, people should have been like, this is a guy who said, what, there is rain going to come. Yeah, you just outweigh him. Amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.